firecrackers, it's Naomi and welcome to the firecracker department. Well, we are into January. How are your goals and your dreams? Are you doing resolutions? Have you pushed them aside by now? That's okay. Go easy on yourself. You know what? There's a lot going on in the world. You don't need to like set yourself up for disappointment and then give yourself a hard time. Just go easy. And here's the other thing. If you had a resolution that you were like, I'm not gonna eat sugar, and then you have a cake, or you have a slice of cake, I don't know your life. But let's say you're gonna do that. Just start them again. I mean, you're the boss of you, right? Start them, say these are my February resolutions. Or just have a redo. It's up to you, it's your life. You be the boss of you. So, January. Are you feeling a little bit victorious about anything? Did you start that script? Did you have that meeting? Did you whiteboard an idea? It's all steps. It's all steps, my friends, and every little bit counts. The only key is to keep going. This is the year of keep going for me. I have to say, you know, every time I get a chance to have chats with folks like my guest today, I just love it so much because it sparks like my inner artist and it gets me excited about my creativity or it makes me want to do something that I haven't done and speaking with my guest today did exactly that. I love my chat with Toronto-based actor and professional dancer, Jasmine Renee Thomas. I mean, it's in her name, Jasmine Renee Thomas, jazz. She got me all jazz. She reminded me of the years, the hour after hour that I used to dance. And I danced for 10 years of my life. I mean, I loved it, I also hated it. I'm not sure how good I was. Here's the thing, I was put in the back row a lot. I think I had stage appeal. I don't think I had technique. I remember my teacher not being overly enthusiastic about my talents. And I remember judges when we did like dance competitions saying like, yeah, she was okay. Like I didn't excel, but I remember I loved it. I loved being on stage. I loved moving to music. I still do. So after my chat with Jasmine, I was like, I gotta dance more. And it's COVID, so how am I gonna do that? Well. I'm gonna set a goal of dancing in my living room or my kitchen and doing it regularly so that I can move my body. It's so important. I mean, even if you're not a trained dancer, moving your body, so important. There's so many great opportunities now to dance, you know, online. You go over to Laura Kazwadi's platform and do her regular dance like no one's watching, which I love. I just think everybody should move, whether it's their shoulders, whether it's their nose, whether it's their hips, their toes, whatever you can do. Find a little bit of movement and it'll connect you. It'll connect you to the world, I guarantee it. Now you are gonna recognize Jasmine from her story role as Stacy in Disney Zombies 1, 2, and coming your way, 3. Now I first met Jasmine on the set, as I said, of Zombies, and I mean, you just fall in love, right? Yeah, I fall in love so quickly. I fell in love with Jasmine's smile and her energy because she's just open. She's just somebody that is inclusive and connectable. She's just somebody that you want to hang out with. And I'm like the old lady on set on the Disney Zombies. And I'm not that old, but you know, I play the principal. So I'm in a pink pantsuit and my hair is in a French roll and I'm not necessarily cool. I mean, who's kidding who? Not as cool as my everyday life. It's not that cool. But the fact that like Jasmine and then Kylie and Milo, like they would include me and uh, that made me feel so good. It made me feel like I was part of the group. I mean, you know, I, I just, I look at Jasmine and I look at the cast and I'm like, oh, I wanna be cool like them. Oh my gosh. And wait till you see Disney Zombies 3. It's just this whole other team of cool people. It's extraordinary. You just watch from a distance going, was I ever that cool? I don't think so. Will I ever be that cool? I know I won't. And that's just gonna have to be okay. I mean, speaking of cool, last month we had Kylie Russell and her cute, oh my gosh, cute, cute, cute daughter, Grayson, who by the way, may be the youngest firecracker we've had ever on this show. Wouldn't that be fun if we had like future follow-up with Grayson as Grayson gets older and then one day get like a full hour long chat with Grayson? Oh my gosh. There's like a goal there, universe. Listen to that one. So after listening to Jasmine's episode, if you haven't already given that a listen, go on over and hear Kylie. I mean, both people are such amazing spirits and I just know you're gonna love them. Now Jasmine was 
full of energy. This doesn't surprise anybody that knows Jasmine for a heartbeat, but she was full of energy as a child. And at the age of two, Jasmine started taking lessons in both dance and gymnastics. By the age of four, she was taking acro, jazz, ballet, hip hop, lyrical, contemporary, and tap. I mean, I took jazz and tap and then I pretended to take ballet, but I didn't have the turnout. I mean, I didn't have the turn up. Like I just didn't even wanna go to class. But Jasmine, look at her, she does all of those things. After graduating high school, Jasmine knew she wanted to pursue a professional career in dance and she developed her career with full-time training in Canada, Los Angeles, and all across the US. Jasmine's career as a professional dancer expanded to performing for major music artists, films, movies, television episodes, like FX's What We Do in the Shadows, Netflix's Grand Army, and CBC's Frankie Drake Mysteries. Her live stage performances include projects with amazing, amazing music artists such as Nick Jonas, Megan Trainer, and Fifth Harmony. And over the holidays, Jasmine starred as Kelly in Lifetime's Secretly Santa. I mean, she's unstoppable. It was so great. I feel like speaking with Jasmine and then Kylie, it feels like sort of a little bit of a zombie reunion. So I, uh, yeah, I fanned out a little bit. And I am just so jazzed. See, can't help it. It's in her name. I'm so jazzed to share with you my chat with the awesome Jasmine Renee Thomas. Jasmine, it's so good to see you. Oh my gosh. I know. We just want to bask. We just want to bask. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It feels like forever. It was this year and it feels like forever. I know. I know. But like, can you look back for a second and think of like Zombies 1 and how long ago that was? Yeah. It was like almost six years. Like once Zombies 3 comes up, it can be six years of our lives. Like it's crazy. It's nuts. Crazy. Yeah. Can you help me relive like the moment where you got the Disney Zombies one? Was that like a big deal for you? Oh yeah, that was a big, that was my yeah. first acting role ever. I was, can't believe that. One. Yeah, and so I auditioned as a dancer for Zombies, and then after my dance audition, my agent called me and he was like, "Hey, they want you to come and read for a part." And I never act like I was like, like even like before that, my agent was like, I want you to start acting. Like I want you to start taking classes. And I was like, I don't know. Like I want to go to LA. I want to do world tours. Like I just want to dance. Like that's all I want to be. And then so like he was like, Yeah, they want you to come read for a part. And I was like, Why? <laughs> I was like, Why? <laughs> I'm like, Are they sure? Like he's like, yeah, yeah. Like and then so I did like three to four auditions with them. And then I was like, Wait, this is real. Like this is what I want to do. Like yeah, I want to act. Like you know so. I remember. Yeah, it was crazy. I, was I love like, that you're like, why? What do you want from me? What yeah, I'm like, are you sure? I'm like, what? Like, are you sure? And they're yeah. like, yeah, I'm sure. We're you giving know? you an opportunity. That's what's happening. Well, let me just make sure you're sure. Right, exactly. <laughs> because before that, like, dance. It was all about dance, 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 all dance. All dance. I was a performer. I was dancing. I was doing, like, MMVAs. I was doing movies. I was just a dancer. Like, yeah. I'd never taken an acting class before. And was that always like little baby Jasmine, like growing up dancing? Was it all about dancing? This is what I imagine you. I feel like you, as soon as you could walk, you started being like, like moving. I feel like you were moving from like a baby. Yeah. So I was dancing since I was three. And then yeah. my mom brought me to like a studio, dance studio, open house. And they had like performers and dancers and whatever. And it was like time for us to go. And I started screaming. Like I like, was like bending myself in the in the car seat. Like I didn't want to go. And like I was like, no, like, I want to stay. My mom was saying. And she was like, she looked at me and she was like, Jasmine, I promise I will bring you back. And ever since really? that day, like I was dancing. And she's wow. like, even at three, like on stage or in classes when they had like the parent classes and we're like in our diapers, all the little kids are like crying. And I'm like, <laughs> like I'm like going full out. My mom was like, you were always going full out. Like so oh yeah, I always thought I was going to be dance and I did it for a very long time. And like, I still do dance like somewhat and stuff, but my focus is acting like that's It's shifted. Yeah. That's what I want to yeah. do long run. So, and I love it. Yeah. Was that surprising for you? Is it like, because I think sometimes we have these goals in our brain and we're like, okay, dance. Like, as you said, like I'm going to tour and yeah. then suddenly somebody says, oh, but what about acting? And it's sort of a, is a shift. Like, how is that for your brain? It's a complete shift. Like it was actually very emotional for me. Yeah. I cried a bit. Like when I like had like different moments. Like I remember like 
one moment. I don't even know if you ever saw it, but like Beyonce's Coachella on Netflix. She has like a Coachella concert oh, yeah. on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And a lot of my friends are in that. And I remember watching that and crying because I was like, it hit me that I was like, I'm never probably going to do that again because I thought that was my goal at first. Yeah. So I got emotional because I was seeing my friends, my peers and stuff. And then even like being emotional in acting class because like, you know, when but for dance, I felt like I was at a certain level and you get really comfortable and you are at a, you know, you have exceeded. And I'm like, okay, but now I'm in acting class and I don't know anything. I was just like overwhelmed and I'm like watching people who have been acting as long as I've been dancing. Right. So it's like, emo- it was emotional for me at first. And I was like, is this what I want to do? Like, am I stupid? Like, what am I, you know, but I just kept on going found the right acting coach for me and stuff. And I've been enjoying the challenge. That's what it is. Yeah, because it's not, I mean, it's not like you've given up a dream for no dream like it's not like well I'm not gonna dance so I'm going to become a professional I don't know spice drawer organizer which you know has its place in the world I'm a fan but like you kind of replaced it with this new dream but there's still like the morning of the better place yeah yeah Yeah, I can imagine um and also like starting from scratch too yeah I mean gosh my ego so my poor little ego was that tough for you it was tough but Thankfully, I had Amelia. Like, Amelia's right? my best friend. We've been best friends since the first movie. We met on the first movie, and people think we've been friends for forever. I thought so too. I thought yeah. that when I met you two, I was like, well, isn't this nice that two friends get to do a movie together? Yeah, no, we met on the first movie, and we've been best friends ever since. So I'm very thankful for her because she slowly started like inviting me to events and stuff so like because of that because like I didn't know the world I didn't know anyone like so I started getting more like actor friends from that from meeting them at events and stuff but like if I didn't have her at the beginning like I honestly don't know what I would have done like yeah yeah she helped me a lot she like even like helped me like do like my first like self tapes and stuff so I'm like really appreciative of her and like yeah she's my best friend so yeah I love those moments where you look back and you're like if it wasn't for you that would have been so much harder. Yeah. You know, sure. and people that just kind of give you a leg up, uh, you know, even if it's just showing you the ropes a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And just before the acting, like dance, 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 was there ever a moment like dancing isn't something that you go, well, that's a really solid, secure career move. I know that's going to be like forever. Like it's sort of a touch and go, right? Dancing is kind of has a, has an end life. And then you yeah. either become a choreographer or you start a school or there's so right. many options, of course. But was there ever any kind of glitches where you're like, oh, maybe I should do something more? Um, slightly, but not yet. Just because I was so young still. Like I was like yeah. 20, like I wasn't really thinking. I was like, I probably still have like another 10 years, 10 to 15 years. So like, I wasn't really thinking what my end will be looking like. I'm like, if like if anything, and still for even for acting, once I finish acting, like for me, I want to get into um, like more of like the just production side of stuff, like maybe being like a creative director or like, and I always thought that's something I probably would do after dancing. Um, and it was never like owning a studio. It was like still wanting to like produce shows, like shows like X Factor or something. And like still having a little bit of like the choreography side to it and just like, put piecing everything together um but yeah that that was that and that's still kind of my angle I'm like I will like after acting if that doesn't work out I'm like I want to have a headset on with I'll be running around in the back he'll be like yo do you do this go there and like make sure this person's here like I still want to be in the industry um so yeah yeah I just want give me a clipboard give me a clipboard and a headset I'm good yeah yeah like as being now like knowing the behind the scenes of like being a dancer and an actor like I want to be able to be that person behind the scenes in the future to vouch for those people because I know what it's like you know so it's yeah. like I know what the dancers will need or how they should be treated and I hope that I can be that yeah. person for them in the future behind scenes to make sure that everyone's comfortable yeah tell me about that because I feel like you're probably going to be the best advocate for performers because you've experienced it like yeah. what kind of things are you like on my set never never will this happen I don't know about stuff about never but just knowing like female dancers or even male dancers you know who like wear heels like let's get them a chair after working 50 or 13 hours on day you know like 
let's like get them somewhere comfortable to sit or like making sure that they have water. Like, I don't want them to have to ask us for water right. or like, you know, making sure that they're comfortable in the certain costumes they're wearing. Like before anything, like, are you comfortable wearing this something that's so skimpy? Mm -hmm. Are you comfortable dancing with this male like counterpart? Like, I just want everyone yeah. to make sure that they're comfortable, you know? Yeah. I just want them to be comfortable coming to me about it as well too. I love that. I love that so much. Were there catalysts to that kind of goal for you? Like, was there something that happened in your life that you're like, this isn't okay? You uh, yeah, like, so there's a lot of jobs I've been on that they do care a lot about the dancers and they appreciate them. But there have been a, like fairly few jobs that like, they forget about any of your needs. Like they're like, I'm like, like the choreographer will be like, Hey, like, can I get the girls some water? Like, or can we get them towels? Or like, actually, can we give them like 30 seconds before we run it again? Like, so it's like five minutes. And I feel like even like on zombies, like they were very good with that. Like when yeah. we would do like, our cheer stuff, like the dancers or the cheerleaders, like they're flipping and doing so many yeah. crazy stuff. And like, you know, like Draco or even Chris in the past have been able to be like, you know, like, can we just give like the cheerleaders like a little second yeah. just so that they can perform to their best ability for yeah. you? Like, like, I know you guys want to get the shot, like the sun's going down, like, but like their bodies are on the line, you know, like we don't need people falling and breaking their necks. No, no. We've seen the documentary cheer. We understand what exactly. can happen. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Have you ever been the head of a production where you are that person that's navigating and, th and that you fell in love with that? I haven't, not yet, but it's something I definitely want to like get into more, especially as I'm getting older. But I just like see the inspiration. Like I connected so much with Draco and Taylor yeah. this job. And I love those two. Love them. I mean, and I had like a heartbeat of work to do with them, but I was like, what else? What else do you need? Yeah. I can do dance. What else do you need? No, literally. Like, you Please stand to... away. Please yeah. go away now, ma'am. Yeah. No, because he was like, is so nice. Like I'm like, I will do anything for you yeah. yeah. person. And like, I want to be like that. So I haven't been able to be in that role yet. Seeing the difference of an amazing choreographer who's personable and cares about you compared to like a very, obviously a, a very hardworking choreographer who kind of just like wants to impress the production and like what, like it's, there's yeah. very different, you know? So I want to be more on the side of like, I want my dancers to love me or like all the people who are working with me to love me. And like, I want to be a good person and just make yeah. sure everyone is also good and happy and can leave the experience and be like, I had the best experience with this person, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I love that so much. I, I remember I danced for like, I don't know, like 15 years before, <laughs> like a long time ago, but I remember that moment of like sweat pouring off your face and they're like, we're going to go again. And you're like, I can't breathe right oh, now. Yeah. How am I going to go again? Nope. And then yeah. you do. Yeah. And then you do. Yeah. You always find that like, uh, but then if you like, even I was on, I did, I was a dancer on Suicide Squad for the entire yeah. movie. And we had like a couple days of like, like rain scenes. Yeah. And we were hired to be like, kind of like gremlins or whatever. So we're wearing like full prosthetic suits, like a prosthetic head and everything. But the, the machine or the truck that the water's coming, like the rain is coming out of is ice cold, like ice, ice cold. I yeah. caught hypothermia on that day and I remember I was my body was convulsing like shaking I went up to the choreographer and I was like I can't do this like I like it was like maybe after already like 10 hours like our suits are wet like yeah. I like I was I was scared to like I was scared because I didn't want to like mess anything up and I was right. like I'm like I'm so sorry but like I'm not okay like and they had to get a paramedics and they end up sending us home they're like you know like we're gonna send everyone home for the night we were already working like 12 hours you know and they're like okay like let's wrap the dancers but like I remember just like being scared and being in a position that like I felt like I was ruining the production or like but I was like my health isn't okay like they're like okay let's go again and I'm like my no body, I can't stop shaking I can't stop shaking yeah so the next day we came I think it was like maybe a Friday we wrapped and then the Monday we came and there was hot tubs <laughs> there were hot tubs so like, like cakes they put us in hot tubs I was like okay <laughs> okay okay yeah. that was my first like huge like legit job as a dancer and I was like whoa like it was like mm -hmm. such an eye-opening experience for me yeah. yeah yeah what do you think like with the the characteristics that you've learned as a dancer how do you think those will serve you as an actor or as a producer for me I what I noticed is that there's no no such thing as no like no small role everyone is so important like even the people who take care of like the dancers or the BG like they're still very much important and I always I'm like 
treating no matter you I don't need to know who you are like I'm gonna treat everyone with respect yeah and then as I think just professionalism for me is just I don't know like I just don't take it for granted as an actor like I'm just so grateful to be in that position because it is very different from dancing and you know I see how different like they treat the dancers compared to the actor you know Mm -hmm. and I'm like I was literally that person before a couple of years ago. I'm that same person, you yeah. know, and now you're treating me completely different. So it's just like, it's not even like the aspect of like the artistry. It's just like the respect and mm-hmm. just treating everyone equal, just treating everyone with respect and understanding that everyone's working hard mm-hmm. to get a good production out, you know, with all these times and everything. So, yeah, I mean, discipline alone. Like yeah. as a dancer, you've had to definitely oh, be yeah. disciplined. Definitely. Okay, tell me for real, how you are with like auditions? Are you like super disciplined, like you were working through a routine or are you like- For dance auditions or acting auditions? For acting auditions. Oh yeah, I'm super disciplined. And I feel like my, like memorization from learning choreography has definitely helped me oh, yeah. memorizing, you know, sides very quickly. And I never thought I would, I was like always stressing, but I'm actually- surprised with how quickly I can remember sides Um, but I think that has helped me with choreography definitely yeah yeah Yeah. do you find that like um you have to memorize your lines by putting it this sounds weird but by you'll understand by putting it into your body like you can't just sit there like I can't memorize lines just at a desk I have to walk with it I have to like yeah no I know what you mean yeah sometimes like certain lines like certain sides like depending on what the role is like I'll have like little like movements that I'll like well like I know I'll be like okay so if it's like if she's saying like yeah like I got this girl like you know like little things that like you can like help to like remember but I don't know I like just having like silence I'm on my couch chilling water and then gives me a couple hours oh my gosh oh my gosh I'm so jealous I'm like (laughs) it depends actually sometimes my brain like absorbs things really fast and other Mm -hmm. times I'm like why won't this go into my head like it I don't know I think that also depends on the scripts for sure. Yeah. Like if you're like super like invested and like inspired by it, I'm like, oh my God, soaking that yeah. up. But then sometimes you're like, <laughs> like yeah. you know. You're like, but it just doesn't make sense. I don't know. You have to make sense of it in a different way. So, okay. So tell me, Disney Zombies, like you're doing one, two. We had no idea it was going to be a third. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Did you see a, your life kind of change when you got Disney's? Yeah. Because I feel like, I mean, gosh. Principal Lee is in the back corner just knitting socks for cast. But like, I watched all of you kind of go, oh my gosh, this is bigger than we thought. Do you remember that? Yeah, definitely. I, when auditioning, I had no idea it was be three movies. Like, no no idea it was gonna be three movies. It's insane for me because it's like, it's also a blessing. Like my first job and it's three, it's a trilogy. Like who would have ever thought that would ever happen, you know? Um, and then also to see how huge it got, like, yeah, I, like I grew up on Disney, like watching Disney. Like I remember Cheetah Girls and High School Musical and Camp mm-hmm. Rock. And like, those things were like, so huge, like, oh my gosh. And like, to think that when kids watch us, they get that same feeling. I'm like, it's crazy. Yeah. It's really crazy. Like, it's amazing because I remember, I even remember before I had an agent and like, you know, Camp Rock filmed here in Toronto and like Paul actually directed Camp Rock. And mm-hmm. I remember with my mom, like trying to like look on Google to find auditions and I didn't have an agent. And like, mm-hmm. I wanted to be on Disney Channel so bad and to be on Disney Channel to this, like, it's, it's like crazy. Like yeah. manifesting things, speaking things into existence are like so real, so, yeah. so real. Yeah. Also that that comes with a certain amount of responsibility. Did you see that? Like, I know you're sort you're, you're fairly active in social media, but that suddenly you are like open to the world. Yes. Yeah, exactly. That's like, is something that I do always think about, especially because my character plays younger right. and I'm not as young as my character mm-hmm. and I don't, and, and, you know, kids see you just as your character. Um, so I've definitely taken on that responsibility that like just myself as Jasmine, like I'm not that person on social media that shares so much. Like yeah. I'm not wearing like skimpy, like I'm not like, I'm not that type of girl. I don't wear like show off my like body and stuff like that. 
it, but it is something that I always think of. I'm like, there are kids watching me, even if it's not the kids, it's the parents who are looking at us as role models. So it's like, there are things like I try not to post, like I try not to post, you know, alcohol or things, mm-hmm. like, things like that. But it, sometimes there's moments when I'm like, look, I'm having a good time. I want to share it. I am a lot older than my character is, but right. I kind of like have that fine line of like, just knowing like, is it worth sharing? Is it like, you know, like, everything I post, I'm like, I'm always thinking about that because I have obviously more majority of my followers on social media are fans than friends, you know? And now like on Instagram, they have like the close friends or whatever, you know, they post on your stories and I don't even have that, but you know, it's like, am I posting for my friends or am I posting for my fans, you know? And I'm like, I have to just think like, for me, my social media is for my fans and I want them to be happy and I don't want that. I don't want to ruin, like, you know, it's like finding out that Santa Claus isn't real. Like, I don't whoa, know whoa, slow down, slow down. This is not a fact check. We do not know that for sure who's listening to this. <laughs> You're right. But, but I, I mean, first of all, all the zombie social media, like outreach that I get is can you get me in touch with Milo or Meg or Jasmine or like Amelia, all of them. And then I'm like, look, I'm not your delivery service. But yeah, what I can. They do to me. They're like, can you send this to Meg? I'm like, I know. (laughs) For you, are you able to look at your career and sort of see the power of what you're building with Disney zombies and let it catch the momentum for the next thing? Yeah, definitely. And that's all, that's what I want to do, especially going into 2021, like 2022 for the third one coming out. But I do feel like, and I wonder, this is a question I probably have for you too, because, you know, like, I feel like it is a little bit difficult as a Canadian to do that compared to an American. I feel like the Americans, after they finish a project, there is Mm -hmm. a lot more momentum for them than there is as a Canadian actor. And that is the one thing struggle because I don't have a work visa. So I don't work in LA at all. I just work here in Toronto. But my goal always is to continue that momentum. But I do feel like it's a little bit more difficult doing it here in Toronto. It is a lot more difficult. Yeah, there's definitely a challenge to momentum here. I, I agree with you. And there's sort of, there's a weird sense in Canada of like, oh, you've done your three zombie films. Mm-hmm. All right, move aside. Somebody else needs to do their three Disney films. Yeah. But I do feel like because of social media, because you can be in control of so much that if you did land something in the States, you know, visas are available. There is still that potential. And I do think that we are more the boss of ourselves now than, than we used to be. Oh, yeah. Although I will say that for me, because I didn't grow up with social media, but you did. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I can take control of, you know, my career, but I feel like to like, and I'm not like, I'm not into TikTok. I'm not like, I'm like, I also, I look at it and I'm like, I'm already like intimidated by that, you know, like, so what's going to be the next thing, Jasmine, you'd be like, oh, everybody's got their own hologram. I'm like, oh my God, it's too much. But it's, it, for me, I'm like, I'm, I, it's too much. I, I can't, but it's like, you know, with those things, it definitely helps people to control their con- career a lot more. And like, I tried YouTube for a bit and I, and I still want to get into that, but with the pandemic, it would kind of just like, I kind of stopped that. But I would like, for me, it's like finding like a publicist or like management that can, can mm-hmm. like help and who knows a little bit more the ins than I would like I don't want to just be like a social media type of like face I want to be an artist I want to work on projects and I want to work you know across the country and in the U.S. and stuff so I think for me it's a probably better to reach out to someone who knows a little bit more about the next career steps that are that are smart for me you know yeah yeah I know we need we need like our guides yeah 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 I mean, this is a big question, but what does it mean to you to be an artist? Because I think it's so interesting, you know, people, I'm going to say the words that I don't really like saying aloud, but like the people of your generation, right? We're in different generations. And I see like a generation coming up that is um, in control of social media. So they're able to produce whatever they want to produce. And sometimes art is secondary to that content. But to hear you say, I want to be an artist makes my heart flutter a little bit. I'd love to hear what you, what that means to you. Yeah, for me to be an artist is I want people to feel things when they watch me. I want people to be inspired. I also want to be challenged in the things that I'm doing. So I want if I'm, you know, presented with a role that I'm going to be auditioning for um, and it's something that 
I've never done before, or it's super challenging, or it brings out a certain emotion that I'm not used to. I feel like to take those steps into getting to that place is part of the artistry. You know, I don't want things to come easy. I don't want, I don't want experiences to be easy. I feel like putting my hard work and my experiences into a role helps me be an artist. Mm. And I feel like when I put that on the canvas, which is like, you know, in front of the camera and someone's able to watch even, even before it even comes out when like the director's watching or the, or the, you know, the network is watching it. I want them to feel something. I want Mm -hmm. them to be like, this person is everything that we were looking for. They are like, you know, like they gave their all and they made it themselves. And that was the art and it's on the canvas. Was that always the way, like, has your priorities changed since when you were like a three-year-old owning the studio to like where you are now where you want to be an artist yeah definitely it definitely has changed being young like I just wanted to be like cute wear cute things sing on top of my lungs and dance and like have people clap for me like that's all I wanted you know and now it's like I want people to cry (laughs) I'm like I want people to cry from happiness like I want Mm -hmm. people to like you know I want them to like just like feel things like Mm -hmm. and I guess like when I say that's like more like a dramatic role but even if it's something lighter like you know I want someone to be like oh that character like she just makes me so happy I love putting it on tv and like just like watching her and like so my yeah my priorities are more I just want I just want people to be happy and feel things but at the same time, I could do a role and I can be like, I want people to hate, me, you know? So it just depends. Yeah, so yeah I definitely want well, people I mean, Zombies 1, 2, 3, you're not like, you're not everybody's favorite. Who's kidding who? But you are adorable, the no. three of you. Yeah, yeah. But, but again, I- like, it's funny, right? So is, if that's something. That's not yeah. like, you've yeah. affected people. That's the one thing I'm like, like, I'm thankful of, of like, people do reach out to me outside of the movie. I like, like, if kids reach out to me and stuff, they actually are super nice. Like, after the first movie, I thought they wouldn't be. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, like I'm so glad like that you're so much nicer than I like I thought in person like even kids I meet here in Toronto like and they're like oh my god like you're so nice I'm like oh thanks I'm like yeah. I'm so glad because like I'm afraid like I don't want the kids to be afraid of me you know yeah. and I think that's well, what also Disney does well like for at least our movie like we're not like even though we're like we're titled the villains like we aren't fully the villains like kids can still get a laugh from us Mm -hmm. yeah yeah you're laughable villains but you're also like you don't take yourself seriously and you're also flawed yeah like the three of you are so funny and flawed so it makes like it gives you room to have jokes too exactly yeah do you remember a time like with your past work whether it's uh, zombies or before where somebody has approached you and was like that your performance has really affected me dancing yes yeah definitely oh yeah I've had moms or like peers come to me and just be like that was like you know like that made me so happy or like even like I like a dance recital if I was like the older kid at the dance recital like parents come and be like I wanted to like grow up to be just like you you know and like and they like ask questions like how like what like how many hours do you put in like mm-hmm. what do I have to do for my daughter to like get to your level and stuff like that for dance definitely and like coming off stage and like leaving your heart on that so dancing so hard and then like it's, it's such a crazy feeling because it's like it's so different from like doing like I did dance competitions and like, yeah, like judges can give you your awards and stuff, but like having like an individual person come to you and just be like, yeah. you know, like, you know, I was having like a crappy day this morning and like your routine, you like made me so happy. Like, I'm going to go home and download that song. And like, I'm going to probably, you know, like having like that, like individual effect on someone is so much more important than like, just like judges, like giving you an award. Like, mm-hmm. I, like and of course that's great. Like, but I want to make someone's day like I want someone to be happy and like you know feel something even like yeah. doing like lyrical like even watching me like you know I remember I remember, would remember watching like so you can, can dance and crying from certain oh me too like oh my god so you can yeah. feel a lot with dance so much with dance so much I feel like we don't get exposed to enough dance as, mm-hmm. a, as an art form like we get exposed to acting and singing and songwriting but then dance like not a lot of people are like oh I'm going to a dance performance tonight which yeah. I think is so, like, I grew up, like, my father would take me to Les Ballet Jazz and yeah. uh, Alvin Ailey. Is that Alvin, right? yeah. yeah, and just, like, my, like, we'd dance all the way home. Yeah. We like, you would leave the car in the parking lot so you could dance home. It was so, yeah. yeah. I remember seeing Alvin Ailey when I was young, and I was young when my mom took me, 
and I didn't I look back and like I did not appreciate as much as I should have because I was so young like I but I still remember the performances and I was like I'm just like wow like and I even then Alvinelli was like pointed to be like you know how to put a lot of like african-american dancers in it and mm. you know watching it like looking back i'm like i wish i could watch it now as an adult because i would appreciate it so much more in person mm-hmm. than when i was younger for sure yeah have you found that path uh different for you as an actor like as um like as a black actor versus a black dancer like yeah, i wonder I- because like i feel like you're also a bit of a mentor right now mm-hmm. yeah. and I'm sure you had your own mentors, but they weren't as many maybe as they are now. Yeah. I feel like with dance, it's a little bit different um, than right now in acting because I feel like the dancing I was doing was more commercial based. So it was like more hip hop Uh and stuff, which comes from black people, you know? So there were a lot of jobs that were hired for predominantly black, which is great, Mm. but there were a lot of like majority of my dance jobs I was the token black girl as they call it I was the only black girl on it it was like a heel like for work like for the stuff I would do for live shows I would be the only black girl and that's definitely changed Mm -hmm. especially and then with acting I feel like you know right now the industry is trying to have so much more diversity which is amazing like so much more whether it's you know black people or like latino uh, people or anything so it's really really amazing but then i'm also there's a little part of me that just hopes that like it's genuine not just trying to like build a quota not just be like okay like that's in right now we need to just like add a quota and like add all these like diverse people to our production like no Mm -hmm. like we i hope that even if you're adding diverse people to the front of the camera I hope there's also diverse people behind the camera diverse teams because I forgot what it was that I was watching or heard about and it was like and it's but it's true it's like you can't have like a predominantly diverse show and the team not being diverse because you can't write diverse experiences into your script because you don't know what that is you know like it's not genuine you need to have diverse people behind this tv behind the screen and writing those like like I wouldn't want someone writing an experience that they have no idea about you know like at all so that's what I just hope for I hope that you know as much as they're trying to have diversity in front of the camera which is amazing I hope also people that they're hiring the teams behind the camera camera are also diverse yeah I love that I think it's so important that it's across the board I I mean I think we are changing I don't think we're changing fast enough but I'm yeah. super impatient but then also sometimes like you know like what did I watch the other day um I think it's called like uh, Honest Thief it was called Honest Thief what with Liam Neeson that sounds so familiar I yeah it's a fairly recent it's 2020 yeah. and once again like I think there were two women in the whole movie and they were like shorter, like smaller roles. And there wasn't a lot of diverse casting. And you're like, wait a second, why is everybody else working so hard? And that film comes out and you don't have to work that hard. Like there's so many artists that we don't even know about because they've been overlooked. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, with your career, do you feel like there's a weight of responsibility to produce for that purpose as well? I don't feel like it's like, it's not a responsibility that I don't want. It's definitely a responsibility that I I do want. Mm -hmm. Um, And because I feel like I can be a positive influence and person in the industry. I just want, like I said, I just want people to look at me and be inspired. It's like I said, it's not weight that I don't want. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. yeah, No, that makes sense. Because I see what you're talking about with like, you know, even with your social media responsibilities and you're like, okay, so I have to like, make sure that I'm reflecting an image that will support little kids that are watching me. Yeah. But that's not something that you're doing begrudgingly. You're doing it because you care that's, about your Yeah, world. yeah, that's also what, what I want to do, especially like, like little black girls or black women. Like, I just want them to look at me and just like see themselves in mm-hmm. the, and have, have, be able to have that inspiration because like, especially now there is so much more black women in the industry, which is amazing. And I just hope that like every little girl, no matter what their race is, can find someone who they see themselves in when they watch TV, like, or Barbie, when they're walking down the Walmart aisle 
anything. It's not a great, it's not a great feeling to like not feel that you are represented, you know, like no. that there's someone who's out that you, feeling alone is the worst feeling, you know? So you want it, you hope that you can grow up and have people that are just like you. And it's definitely, it's definitely changing so much more, which is amazing. Like mm-hmm. so much more. Okay. Yeah. So tell me who were your role models then? Who were people that you were watching going, okay, that's me. When I was younger, it was Raven Simone. Wow. And here you are in Disney World. No, exactly. Exactly. Who else? So Raven and the Cinderella movie with Brandy and Whitney Houston back in the day. Uh Like that, like, I'm like, I feel like a princess. Like this is Uh, what I want to be. And then growing up, like my biggest inspiration, like the person like, I'm like, I want to like, be just like them have the respect just like them is Viola Davis yeah come on I mean get in line Jasmine everybody wants to be Viola Davis I'm like that's like hard like it's you know like she's like she set a high bar yeah yeah do you see that for yourself like do you see kind of going that's where I want to climb to that's that's definitely where I want to climb to but it's also a little nervous. Yeah. It's more like scary for me. Like I never want, like I always set my bar high. I feel like when you set your bar high, even if you don't make it, you still are high enough. You mm-hmm. know, you still are making those strides high enough. But I'm like, if you set your bar like at a medium that is like achievable, then maybe what if you don't achieve that? Then, you know, like I rather set my bar super high, get maybe three quarters, which is higher than, you know, average still. So mm-hmm. no. I know somebody else said that like in Hollywood, it's not a matter of like the effort it is to climb the ladder. It's once you get to the top, staying there is yeah. the is the stressful stuff. So yeah, I, I mean, that. I get that. But in, in your world, like, gosh, and I'm not, I'm not going to talk about your age, but when I was in my twenties, I certainly wasn't career focused. I was like, I want to play fun roles. I discovered like I wanted to do only comedy, mm-hmm. but do you have that kind of like, I don't know, like when I'm 40, 50, 60, which mm-hmm. seems so far away from you right now. But like, do you imagine what your career and what your world will be like? I do, but I don't. I feel like by like 50, 60, I would hope to already start producing myself, you know, being a producer. Mm-hmm. I hope that, you know, I'm at the end of my 20s right now. So I'm hoping that within the next 10, 15 years, I can like, do very large roles and then I can kind of step behind the scenes yeah I think by like in the future I want to be more behind the scenes and just try to produce projects for people who don't see themselves in front of the camera Mm -hmm. like that's what I just want to vouch for the people who don't have the voice to do it for themselves so that's where I see myself like I don't want to say like I know an age where I want to retire per se but it definitely like once I like can like fill a couple of my goals and be happy with myself, then I definitely want to step behind the scenes mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. But who knows, right? Like life is like you get the thing that takes you to that yeah. path, and yeah, never know. Things can change tomorrow. Yeah. But... <laughs> Are you good with that? Are you good with no plans? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I like to have a head. Like, I'm such a planner. Like, in my like personal life, I'm such a planner. I just feel like you're you've got color coordinated post its above your desk. That's the what whole I like. itinerary. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm that person. But I feel like with the like, if I'm going into like a job or something, even like the other day, like I auditioned for something that films in like Germany and Paris. I think that gives me like, you never know, obviously, if you're gonna get a callback or whatever with a job. But I feel like once you get that first audition, it it helps you to prepare and kind of like, you know, possibly I'm like, oh, okay, like, if I'm gonna audition for this, I'm open to possibly like changing my life in another Mm -hmm. area, you know. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's the planning I would do. I feel like nothing would change overnight without you knowing that you auditioned for something. So you right. don't have that prep and of knowing. Yeah, I think you're right. That's so smart though. I think as soon as you start auditioning for things, your brain starts to go, oh, this could be a thing, yeah. which for me is also like a stress causer because then I start to spin it into like, this is so important. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like I don't do that until after I send my tape. I'm like, okay, send my uh, tape and then I start stressing. But if I stress before my tape, oh no. Then no. I, you're not going to get anything from me. It's not going to be a good tape. So I'm yeah. going to be trying too hard. This is the other thing I know about you. I feel this way about the entire Zombies cast. 
I don't know if this is new to you or if that's something you witnessed, but that's something I witnessed on set is the way that all of you, A, treated everybody the same. There was no like numbers that like you didn't see Milo in the corner having his feet rubbed. You know no. what I mean? Like yeah. he was he was playing cards with everybody else. Yeah. Um, and same with Meg. But is that important to you to have that kind of, I don't know, collaboration and ensemble? Oh, definitely. Um, okay, like of course you probably hear in the media of like, just like, of other shows or movies that there's been drama or whatever, but I kind of always thought that like everyone would get along. Yeah. And then I actually worked on um, what we do in the shadows the other day. And oh my so gosh, yes. <laughs> and a lot that. of the makeup artists are the same makeup artists from Zombies. Oh, ah, cool. Yeah, and she was telling me, she was like, she's like, yeah, like, you know, Zombies was like the first production that like all the cast were so nice. And I'm yeah. like, Really? She, I'm like, that's not normal. She's like, no, no. Jen, that's not normal. Like, everyone is so nice on the cast, which is like so strange. I'm like, what? Like, why aren't people nice? I don't get it. Like, like you know, everybody's human too at, mm -hmm. on that set. And there were long hours and there were times that people, you know, had bad days and good days. But what I witnessed was like folks looking after each other. Yeah. Like, I saw that, like, if it was cold, I, remember, I can't remember who grabbed you a coat, but we were outside and it was like four o'clock in the morning. But then also like the cast, the main cast knew all the dancers' names. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to know that's a real special set. Like that's really extraordinary. Before hearing that, like I would have thought that should have been normal. You yeah. Know? Cause that's yeah. your brain though. Your brain is like, this is how it'll be when I have my set. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I honestly think it was like that for zombies because and I was explaining to the makeup artist too, it's like, I think our generation is what's ingrained in us is to respect everyone. Like as I said, like, you know, no part is a small part. I definitely think for our generation, it's like treating everyone with respect because for me, what I know, I'm like, if I have a shitty attitude on set or I'm rude to somebody, everybody's going to hear about it and I'm not going to work. So why would I want to be a disrespectful person? So I think that's what, like, for me, that's what's been ingrained on me, even as a dancer, like, you respect everybody, like, you are a good person, because people hear everything, and you won't work if you're a bad person. So I think that's what's ingrained in our generation. Um, and that's why everyone ended up being so nice. I don't know, but... Oh, there's some little bit of magic in there, too, I think. <laughs> I don't know. I think it comes from the, the top down, as they say, yeah. like, seeing how, like, Milo and Meg and yeah. but you and everybody like you just had such respect for artists yeah. and it was there was no like I don't know status I didn't see any status stuff definitely not yeah yeah I don't know like everyone is a good person on that set like I love like everyone like every person when we're walking like going like in the mornings like toward our trailer I know. You, you see someone going to the hair and makeup you're like hey Jonathan like hey yeah. oh my god I love Jonathan you know? yes we all like just like genuinely love each other. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know either, but I know that like my favorite, my favorite memories of set was like a riding and transport with you and Amelia first yeah. of all, because it was like, yeah. oh, chats. And then, but then also it was like camp. Like you'd see, yeah. you'd see Paris and you'd see Kylie and you'd be like, oh, like what's going on? Anyway, I yeah. love it. You play your games, you play like the bananagrams in the car. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had to keep convincing people. I'm like, I'm way cooler than Prince Lily, just so you know. And oh, people are like, we don't buy it. You're not, you're a nerd. I think Prince Lily is so cool. I was like, I I don't know. I feel like Prince Lily is actually one of the coolest characters. Kind, kind of you. <laughs> well, do you have any memories from set that you're like, this made me fall in love with this experience even more? I honestly don't even know if I can put like one. I know there's so many, right? There's so, so many hockey games that just broke out in the middle of the green room like, or rap so battles. and. Yeah, like I'm trying, even like, you know, like the first movie was five years ago. So it's like, that would have been like my first like eye-opening, like, oh my God, like I'm in love with it. But I'm trying to think of like, honestly, I think it's just like how much fun you realize. And maybe obviously it's different on like a more serious set and stuff, but like, how much fun that you can have with these characters, especially like seeing you or Trevor, like, you know, like being oh able God. to like have 
fun and like change your voices and do whatever in between takes and then like you call cut and like you're still laughing like that's yes. what I'm like this is fun like you know like people aren't like yelling at like this is like I don't know like this is so much fun I'm with my friends and we look cute and we're doing you to like you know like yeah I loved it so yeah I remember what I think you were there too it was like again it was like four o'clock in the morning and we're all around a circle and there was yeah. a slap game that started but also yeah. Trevor is so ridiculously funny and the later it got the sillier he got oh, I have videos on my phone I think you're in some of them oh my gosh <laughs> oh my gosh flashing remember yeah 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 and then one time and then like even like Trevor would start talking under his breath so like they would go action and he'd be like this isn't good. I'm, I'm so tired. I just want to go get the sandwich. I'm going to, I have a sandwich in my pocket. Like he say that to me under, anyway, just I fine. That night we all got wrapped, like didn't go back on set that night. Didn't we? Like, okay, you guys are wrapped. We were like there until like four, but like they yeah. were doing those scenes and they're like, okay, you guys are wrapped. We're like, yeah. honestly, I had the most fun. Like every movie was fun, but I had the most fun on Zombies 3. Really? Why? Because you know it's ending, yeah. and like especially after like the pandemic, not being able to do anything and not seeing mm -hmm. people. Like I remember coming into rehearsals with the dancers. I'm like, whoa, this is so many people. Oh my god. Ah. Yeah. Like you know, so it, I had the most fun. I think also too, like with the songs are so much. Like every movie gets better, and like yeah. you know, and then there's explosions and like so much oh my things god, going that's on. Sad. Yeah, like this movie was. I had the most fun on this movie. Definitely, yeah. like. Yeah, yeah, the first movie because it was my first experience, and then the last movie, my favorite experiences. Did you do anything to celebrate when you got the first zombies? I don't think I did, honestly, okay. because you're gonna have to celebrate. You still oh, need the celebration. Yeah, like for the second movie, I know me and Amelia, like we're like, okay, we signed our contract, like we went out for dinner. <laughs> but the first movie, I got a call from my agent, and he was like, okay, like they're sending you the songs and you have rehearsals tomorrow. Like I had no time. Like it was oh, like, wow. it was like, I literally, they called me, they like signed me. And then the next day I was in rehearsals and recording a song in the studio. I was like, <laughs> like, I was like, oh my God. Like I was like, so I didn't get time to do that. But the second movie, I was like, okay. Like I was so excited and like had my friend, like I had Amelia and stuff. So like mm -hmm. me and Amelia go out for dinner all the time, but. Um, I love that. <laughs> oh, I'm so, I just, I can so, when you said I want to have like a headset and a clipboard, I'm like, I so see that. Like, I think, you know, I think you can do whatever you want because you're, you're Jasmine, but like the idea of working towards an acting, but also having in your back pocket that that is a dream of yours. I can so see you being like in charge of this huge five, six, seven, eight number. Yeah. yeah. And I don't want to be like, I don't want like, of course, like I guess stress, like ends up weighing on someone but even with the stress in the future like I hope I'm still like super fun and like super smiley through everything and like that's also how I like I see Draco like he was like I never saw Draco upset like you mm -hmm. know like at 4 a.m I want to be like we can do this like yeah. let's go everyone that's like, what it was like on zombies though like you were all like we can do this nobody was like I'm tired you know we're like let's no. go let's. like especially Milo oh my god Milo oh my like, let's go and we're like yeah. right he was the one I'd be like, you're doing all the heavy lifting and you're the, also the one starting the hockey game in the green room. Exactly. Love it. Like, like, guys, let's, another game. I'm like, I'm tired. And then Trevor would have his pockets full of gummy bears or something. They'd be like, yeah. okay, we're going to survive. It's going to be fine. We got hockey and gummy bears. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. uh, just, I'm so, uh, I'm going to wrap it up. We're going to wrap it up with the, a turn the tables question that okay. you can ask me. Okay, cool. From like your experiences and stuff, what advice would you give me and, you know, other actors out there? Like your number one advice for you kind of like landing the role from a self-tape. Oh, okay. I meant that there might be a lot of pressure. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know if I have an answer to that though. Cause it's so like, our business is so wonky. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, I kind of go, but I feel like you I, work so much. So I feel like there's something obviously that you might be doing that, you know, that you can do that will, you know, make you stand out a little bit more. Possibly. Well, I'll tell you this. If you think about how much I work, there's also like hundreds of self tapes. One day I'll, I'll send you all my self tapes and you'll be like, oh my God, she doesn't no, work. I, I, yeah. But I, I think there's certain things that we can do and, and we're in control of, right? Mm -hmm. You're in control of your lighting mm -hmm. for a self tape. You're in control of the tech stuff. So make that, make sure that's good. 
but then there's stuff we don't have any control of. Like, I don't know what, I mean, what advice would you give yourself as you, as you go into this? Cause you're learning like fresh right now. Yeah. I guess that is a hard question to turn on to myself. I don't know if it's advice, but I feel like when I am doing my tapes, like I kind of get in my head a little bit of trying to like figure out what they might want from me. Yeah. But I'm like, I just need to give them what I feel like the character is. But I'm like, I always catch myself being like, okay, wait, what, what, what do I think by this character, character description? What do I think that they want? Like, but I, should I, I feel like I shouldn't do that. I should just bring me, bring me as much as the character is. And hopefully that they like me, but I always put that. Pressure that's on my me. answer. What you just said. That's my answer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. Like their self tapes are so nutty because if they want this, yeah. then I think I could probably do it. But I think you're so smart to sort of approach it as like, don't think about what they want. Just think about what you're bringing. Yeah. I think that's, yeah, I'm going to re I'm going to record this and just repeat your answer, but in my voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do the uh, firecracker wrap up questions and, uh, and then I'll say goodbye, but I don't want to. Okay. Fill in the blank. To me, a firecracker is. To me, a firecracker is a confident person love it what do you want to be best known for what i want to be best known for is my respect love it okay if this was a movie so if your life was a movie and we're just about to roll credits because it's the end of the movie not that you're dying but uh what would be like a, a climactic turning point that you think like changed your life forever booking zombies that's yeah. a turning moment yeah yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to see what the next turning point is. What's something that people don't know about you? I love to cook. I absolutely okay. love cooking. Like What's pasta. the dish? Uh, pasta. I have like this, like, have you ever been to Gusto 101 Italian mm -hmm. restaurant on Portland? Mm -hmm. So they have this like fungi, like white sauce, like mushroom pasta, like truffle sauce. I've been oh able God. to like make it exactly the same. And it's I'm so salivating. Good. Yes. Oh. What is, uh, what's been like a mistake that you've made, but you think it's not a mistake. It's actually like a really great learning opportunity. Becoming an actor. That was mm. a mistake. That was a mistake. And here we are today. Like, well, no. yeah. Changed my Gary's not out on that, Jasmine. I think there's some, <laughs> some great things coming your way. I hope so. <laughs> um, what's something that you haven't done yet, but you know, you have to do. I would love to book a TV series. That's, yeah. you know, that's what I'm still waiting to do. I'd love to be on like a 10 plus episode TV series. Yeah, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Hear that universe? <laughs> what makes you feel the most powerful? I have my mom by my side and she is giving me like the thumbs up behind me. And like, that's when I know I'm doing everything right. Like I feel the most powerful when mm -hmm. my mom is like, right there telling me that like I'm doing great like when I'm my choices are right on and she's proud of me and yeah mm -hmm. what's her what's your mom's first name Jacqueline Jacqueline yeah I mean <laughs> kind of beautiful Jacqueline and Jasmine right you're destined to be a tv show gosh gosh yeah I love her <laughs> um what is the best or worst advice you've ever received never give up never give up. I remember I got it from one of my acting coaches and he was talking about another guy that he had that he was coaching. And he was like, you know, the, the guy had a really great run and then it stopped for years and he, the, he could have given up and he kept on auditioning and doing tapes. And then finally after years, he landed something so amazing. So he's like, never give, as long as you are continuing to audition, like never give up. Something's always going to come. Love it. So who's a firecracker in your life that you'd like to shine a light on? My mother-in-law, my boyfriend's mother. She actually passed away this September and she was like firecracker definition to the T. You know, she was an amazing woman and she actually danced when she was younger and she just had a beautiful family. And I also want to make her proud and, mm. you know, she like I just can't even speak like I can be, speak so much highly of her and she mm -hmm. is the definition of a firecracker like the most amazing woman ever so I definitely want to like give her a moment so. what's her first name Maria Maria was she the kind of person that would sit you down and give you advice or was she do you have any kind of like mantras that she might have passed on to you 
Yeah, she definitely would give me advice and she was just like always super supportive. And I also, for her, like I just saw how much she loved her family and loved life. And that's how I wanted to take my life is just like, you know, loving the people around you and like prioritizing your family. And just because, you know, time is not guaranteed. So she's taught me a lot, like just even like how to make my own sauce. Like she's Italian, mm-hmm. like, so having my own pasta yeah. sauce, like there's so much I've learned from her in the short period of time that I knew her. And like, yeah, she's a firecracker and we love her and we miss her. So yeah. oh, I love that. And then I've, my final question is advice, advice you would have given to yourself when you were younger. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to, to take that leap. Definitely. I feel like there's stuff I could have started earlier in my life. And I was just afraid of what people thought. Don't care about what people think. That is actually my advice. Do not care what other people think because you're living life for yourself. And if it makes you happy, that's all that matters. How do you do that? That whole don't care what other people think. Where do you like, is that, are you able to do that? Are you, do you see it coming your way and be like, oh no, thank you. And push it to the side. Uh, it takes time for sure. Yeah. But I think, uh, and I also think that comes with time. And I also think it comes with having a amazing support team who are your family and your friends who are closest to you. Because it's like, you know, if you are just going to put stuff out, like I'm the type of person that I always consult with my mom or like the people closest to me on like, just like a second opinion, just to see what they say. Because of, of course people see things differently. Like I see something completely differently than someone else would see it. For me, that's the best thing to do. But if you're just going to put it out there and there's trolls who just want to bring you down, like, no, I already know that, you know, it's amazing. I told myself that's, that's amazing. And people closest to me would tell me that, you know, it could, it would need better work or whatever that is. Um, so it's kind of, it comes with time. Cause like I said, like if I was younger and was able to do that, like I probably would be maybe so much further in my career or just in a different place so yeah 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 Yeah. I love it uh I think you're just awesome Jasmine I'm so happy that we did this I talked to Kylie yesterday or two days ago yeah and I met Grayson so cute and Grayson uh we were talking and then Grayson started crying and she was like oh um Grayson's crying and I'm like and then in my brain I'm thinking we've got maybe five minutes before Grayson's gonna need attention nope Grayson just sat there whole time just like look it around so much like Kylie too oh my gosh oh my gosh and Kylie's just such an extraordinary human being as well I'm so happy you and I got this time to talk like I knew I don't know how long my podcast has been going but I knew like I was like I gotta get the zombie voices in here and I knew I wanted to talk to you and of course Amelia and everybody and I remember you asking on our drive up in the second movie when we were going to set. I remember you asking about it and then the pandemic happened and everything. So I'm so glad that I finally got to do it. I think like hearing your voice and your stories and your perspective on life is integral for our own mentorship. Like I, I look at like, you know, sometimes I look at like Kingston, God, Kingston Foster. I'm like, how teach me everything, oh yeah. wise one. You know what I mean? So, so much. Like she was five when we started. I know. I'm like, and now she's a lady. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I know, I know. Time flies. Like flies so. I think you've got so much to offer this community. I really do. And I, I want you to know that I'm in your corner if you need anything. I don't know, when you're doing production, I'll be like, I'll be in charge of your clipboard. You'll be like, where's my clipboard? I'll be like, it's right here, Jasmine. Oh my God. Amazing. Yeah. That'd be great. <laughs> thank you so much I hope we'll see each other again in the future yes, like in you. person I'll look forward to it. keep in touch with me let me know if there's anything anything ever if you need self-tape help anything I'm in your I'm in your corner thanks Naomi I appreciate it I'm so yeah. glad that we've been able to like have our past cross and like me too bye for now <laughs> thanks again thank you Oh, I just loved it. I loved it. I want to hang out with that team all the time. They bring such fun. I love that she wants to be a producer, you know, that she already has her sights on being a choreographer on set. You know, (laughs) I totally relate to that. Like holding up a clipboard and be like, hey, you're late. And hey, you go there. I totally understand that. But I just love that she has those types of dreams for herself and that dancing will propel her. She's I mean, as I said, she's unstoppable. I think she could do anything. 
For the latest updates with Jasmine, follow her on both Twitter and Instagram at JasmineRT and visit her Facebook artist page at JasmineRTOfficial. Look out for Jasmine in Disney Zombies 3 and follow them at Disney Zombies for all the latest Disney Zombie updates. And a little reminder about our head of the wellness department, Emily Churchill, who has a company called Let's Heal This Shit. And she has a Lunar New Year celebration on Tuesday, February 1st from 7 to 8.30 p.m. PT or 10 p.m. ET. And head over to our Instagram and Facebook page for Firecracker Department's mini wellness moments on February 6th at 12 noon PT or 3 p.m. ET. These mini wellness moments happen the first Sunday of every month. I really encourage you to put it down in your calendar and remind yourself to jump in on them. It's led by different members of the wellness department and each one brings such great insight and such care and joy. And if you need a dose of kindness, jump in on the first Sunday of every month. Now we got you with all these links in our show notes, of course. So don't feel like you have to scramble and write this down or scramble and rewind. We gotcha. So you'll be in the know for everything that's happening at Firecracker Department. Head over to our website at firecrackerdepartment.com. And if you haven't already, subscribe to our newsletter. Yeah, because there's a lot going on at Firecracker Department. And you're going to want to be in the inside scoop with all the upcoming events like the mentorship workshops or the script readings. Oh my gosh, we've got script consultations brought to you by Liesl Lafferty from the script department, from the writing department. We've got weekly writing bursts that are free. Just come and have a writing workout. I mean, that's just to name a few. It is an absolute pleasure and an honor to be part of the Firecracker Department team. And I'll tell you, it's way better when you're here. You just made it one better. Look at that. You didn't even do anything. You just listened. So thank you. I'm Naomi. See you next time on Firecracker Department. And I sure appreciate you spending some time with us. Thanks, everybody. Winnie Wong is our Firecracker head producer. Follow her at wonder underscore Wong on Instagram and wonder underscore Wong 8 on Twitter. This episode is edited by Shane Stoltz. You can follow them at Shane Stoltz, all one word, and Shane with a Y. This intro was written by the one and only wonderful Winnie Wong. That's right, she's a triple W. The rest of the team comes at you from Toronto, Los Angeles, Austin, London, Dubai, and truly from all over the world. Thanks also to Jeff Malutinovic and Igor Korea for our theme music. And thanks to you, yeah, you, sitting there, driving there, walking there, working out there, and taking time to listen. We know there's a lot of options out there and we really appreciate you choosing us. We hope to see you at maybe brunch, maybe the writing workshop. And until next time, thank you for listening to the Firecracker Department. We'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.